All right, guys, new segment for Two Athletes and a Mic called Two Athletes and a... Health Tip. <laughs> there you go. On point. Matt, take, <laughs> take it away. These are going to be shorter. These are going to be three to eight. So what yeah. we want to do here, guys, is just give you guys uh, you know, some quick info or quick tips on health, wellness, fitness, anything related to uh, your personal health journey. Today, um, we want to start it off with something that I think most people could use a little bit of advice on, which is... Uh, efficiency in your workouts okay so basically moderating your workouts for the desired results or to get as much out of them as you possibly can so that could be tempo pace intensity yeah so what i'm what i'm specifically referring to is the tempo or the effort level of your work in relation to the time that you're working for what you are doing in that workout and what you are trying to accomplish with the workout, okay? For example, um, there's been a movement towards HIIT training over the past you know, seven or eight years, right? It's picked up in popularity. The reason why is because it, it works predominantly for weight loss and performance, right? So you see great weight loss results as a result of any type of HIIT training. And for those of you who might be unsure, HIIT training just refers to high intensity interval training, right? So it's, it's a fairly, as the name says, it's a high intensity workload for typically shorter periods of time. There's nothing moderately tempoed about high intensity work. However, a lot of us are doing it nowadays, and the biggest mistake that I constantly see in any type of high-intensity environment is people not tempoing their work. Mm -hmm. So yes, we want the work to be high-intensity. But efficient. We want, but efficient. We want a high effort level. But if you are looking and you're thinking, okay, well, my whole workout is 45 minutes today, right? You cannot approach every set the same way. So say you take three exercises. Say we have a barbell back squat followed by a jump squat followed by a push-up, for example, right? Say they're all 45-second sets with 15 seconds rest. How I want to approach that back squat is with consistency in my tempo, not maximal effort. Right? Because I only had that 15 second transition between the two exercises, I don't want to bring myself to the point of exhaustion or even close to the point of failure by the time I get through that first set of the back squat. Because I know I have to put a bar down or put whatever apparatus you're using down. And then immediately with 15 seconds rest, which goes by like that, very quick amount of rest, you're going into something equally as aggressive, but plyometric, so you're jumping, and you want the performance element captured in that set as well. So if you come out of that initial set of back squats, for example, you bring yourself as close to failure as possible, how productive mm -hmm. is that next set gonna be? It's not gonna be very productive at all. The idea is to like make sure every exercise you're getting the most efficiency out of, so basically right. what you're saying. Right? Absolutely. Don't let the back squat affect the efficiency and the progress you would get from a dynamic jump squat or then an upper body movement like a push-up afterwards where you exactly. can only bang out one or two because you went so hard and your tempo was so aggressive on the first two exercises. Exactly. I have uh, 
one one of the things that I excel at most in my own workouts is I am I I would go so far as to say like I I'm a master of tempo. Like I know how to tempo my workouts so that I am exhausted but in yes. the final minutes of the workout. Mm -hmm. Right? But one mistake, another well, another mistake that people commonly make is that they go too hard when they're feeling good or when they're fresh. Right? You start a workout you have a lot of life in your legs, for example, right? You're feeling good. You're feeling rested. You're feeling prepped and ready to go. And then in the first 10 minutes of work, because you're feeling good, you overexert, mm -hmm. which then makes the rest of the workout suffer. You might still gut it out and get through it, but it will not be productive. So, for example, in the first 10 minutes, say somebody's going 90%, but then after 10 minutes, they've spent enough, they've used enough energy that they are now only working at 65% of maximal effort for the rest of the workout. So another 35 minutes is at 65%. You will get more out of your workouts. You will achieve a better result. You will be more productive. If that initial set, you just gear it down to 75, 80, mm -hmm. right? But maintain that consistent level of performance. So 80% effort through the whole workout. And then in the last four or five minutes, Whatever gas you have left in the tank, you fucking use it up, yeah. right? So basically, you are, if we're looking, if, we're, if we were, and I know that you can't see us when we're talking, but if you were graphing your effort level or your output level, right, you want consistency. That should be a straight line throughout your workout, and then towards the end of it, it should start to increase or accelerate, yeah. right? It should go up. Yeah. And not every workout for people, too, that doesn't have to be the hardest workout of their life, right? There, no, there's times in a week. It's, no, to be efficient, man, you can't go balls to the wall six days a week, right? right. You Because at the end of the week, you're going to have maybe one or two workouts that are way less progressive uh, and efficient because you've gone so hard four days in a row. So you need to listen to your body and understand that the body can only do so much. It can, and again, dialing it back isn't a waste of a workout. It's just making you more efficient for that maybe Friday, Saturday workout before you take Sunday off, right? Yeah. So to dial it back isn't you doing less. It's actually allowing you to do more in the later workout and get the most out of your workout schedule. Yep. And another important point, I think we can end it on this, but another important point is that keeping that consistency in your effort level and moderating your tempo accordingly mm -hmm. will prevent injury. Yep. And that is incredibly important. Because so many people get injured because they're tired and they get sloppy and they make mistakes, right? So keep your effort level consistent. Keep your head on your shoulders. Know how much work you have in front of you, which is why I always encourage people to plan their workouts out. Even if you are going to good life on your own, don't be one of those idiots who goes in there and stares at equipment and picks whatever looks open or empty or comfortable that day. Know what you're going in with. Have a, game have plan. a plan and execute it. Because then you can look at the work you have in front of you and say to yourself, okay, how do I tempo my work right now to get the most out of this moment, out of this set, but also knowing that I have another 42 minutes ahead of me. Yeah. How do I accomplish as much in the last four to five minutes 
as I am in the first four to five minutes. And I promise you that is not by going as hard as humanly possible in the first four to five minutes. If anything, that maximal effort should take place either at the end of the workout or with appropriately accorded rest. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're doing maximal effort stuff, so say you're doing some heavy Olympic lifting training or you're doing really aggressive plyometric or jump work training, you need appropriate rest. Mm -hmm. right? Like If you are doing box jumps and then you are doing like hurdle work or something like that, you have to rest in between those sets. I know yeah. cardiovascularly it might not be as taxing mm -hmm. as if you give yourself minimal rest, but that is not the goal there. But it goes back to less is more. Like you said, we're both strength athletes and we've lifted heavy a lot of our lives. Yeah. And the idea is like, hey, we'll take three to four minutes in between sets. Absolutely. And people might think, and I might do four reps yeah. and take four minutes off. And people are like, well, what, how do, what does that accomplish? Well, I'm going for strength. I'm going for maximal effort, maybe 90, 95% of my like one rep max. I need to have my body rested and healed up for that next set. So if I'm doing four sets of four that day on back squats or bench press or deadlift, I need to have the energy to expend in each of those sets. I don't want to lift heavy for the first set. And then the last three sets, I have to diminish my weight because I haven't given myself the appropriate amount of rest. Absolutely. And that's an example of less is more. Yep. I'm not trying to be a hero that day and get the most amount of sets and the least amount of time in. That is efficiency at its finest, and that's where you're going to see strength results. So everyone's goals and tempos are going to look different depending on what their plan of attack is. Absolutely. Beauty. Absolutely. All right, guys. Let us know what you think. Comment, share, subscribe. We'll be doing this at least once weekly along with our original schedule programming. Same bad time. Same bad time. <laughs>